Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. From KMOX Sports. Here's the pitch. A swing and a high fly ball. This could be trouble. It's at the wall. And it's a gunner! Welcome to the Lux Calore International Sports on a Sunday morning. America's Sports Voice, KMOX. Tom Ackerman with you on Sunday morning. Cardinal baseball coming up at 1.15. Cardinals going for the sweep against the Pirates. What's up, BK? Nice job there. How are you? I'm doing fine. How are you? It's great to hear Cardinals baseball on the radio again. Isn't it nice? What a win, too. 5-4. little uh, on Friday. A little uh, shaky down the stretch there. Kwang Young Kim, but he gets the job done. Got Just to making save. sure you're paying attention. You know? Yeah. <laughs> it's a tough job getting those last three outs. As we all have found out, it doesn't matter who you are, except maybe Mariano Rivera is the only one I've ever seen that, that didn't get in trouble, though he did at one point in the postseason. I mean, he's not perfect. He's had, right. but even even the greatest of all time, Mariano Rivera, but he's probably the only one in my lifetime that I've seen. Maybe Bruce Suter in 82 was about untouchable. Yeah, yeah. You but know? most of the time, you know, they make it exciting. It's just, it, like you said, they're the toughest outs to get. They are. And as long as you get them, it's all that matters. But uh, KK is the closer. Mike Schiltz is the manager. He made that call, and he will be with us at 1030 today. It's going to be a little bit later today. He told me he has a meeting. I said, you know, I guess that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's going to call in when he's ready. And I just think it's cool that the manager has done this. This is something that he wants to do. Tony LaRusso started it. Mike Matheny followed. And now Mike Schilt does the show on Sunday morning. So when he's ready, he's going to call us from the office because they're meeting. They want to sweep. I mean, they want to. Look, you know, we used to say win the series. That was the Tony mm-hmm. LaRusso line. Mm-hmm. Win the series and you're good. I don't know about one in a 60 game season. You, you got to put the pedal down. Yeah. You got to take care. Get these guys out of here. Uh, the Pirates are tough. I mean, they're going to come and bring it uh, today. They brought it in game one. Yesterday was a different story. The Cardinals really flattened them uh, nine to one. And, and, you know, part of that reason is they have some players that are hitting the ball yes. and, are, and are in a good rhythm right now, but also Adam Wainwright. I mean, I, this is going to be also Adam Wainwright Appreciation Day on this show because he is phenomenal. I mean, he really is. He gets in trouble, bases loaded, and gives up just the one run. I mean, you, you know, it's that veteran. You you buckle yep. down, and you know you're in trouble, and he knows how to pitch, and, and that's, that's the difference. Other things that are happening right now, the Blues are getting ready to play an exhibition game against the Blackhawks on the 29th. I know you're fired up about that. Mm-hmm. Can't wait to next weekend. And St. Louis FC is playing today against uh, Indy. The Indy 11. Indy 11. And that one, boy, it's going to be hot. What is that, 4 o'clock today? 4 o'clock, hottest time of the day. 
Uh, 25% capacity is what I understand mm-hmm. at their facility in Fenton. So no single-game tickets are being handed out, but they have a system there for if you are locked into the system and you understand what who's allowed and who isn't. But that's progress. I mean, just to have fans there, of course, socially distanced, uh, but uh, also being very cautious. Uh, 20 25% is about appropriate. Right now, we'll take about anything. And uh, 25% at the FC game is, is a good start. Speaking of that, Indianapolis, I think the Indy 500 is going to do something like 30% capacity. I could be wrong, but there's a percentage of capacity. But then I thought about it. Capacity is like 350,000. Yeah. So that's a lot of people. <laughs> that's a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. Now, it's not so much, it'll be interesting to see how they do that operation because it's not so much the people in the seats there, but getting in and out of there. Yeah. And the infield? Are they going to let people in the infield? Probably not. Are they going to let people party in the infield also? No. And camp. I've people been there, there once. A, camp. I've been there once upon yeah. a time, Brian. Yeah. I, uh, have you? Back, uh, I went to IU. So back in the oh, day. Oh, yeah, that's right. We did. We had a little fun in the, in the infield. I uh, made a huge mistake one time, though. We were like the first car into the infield right by you know the start finish Mm. we're like thinking this is the greatest thing ever the problem with that is you are the last one out of the facility (laughs) like three days later last one Uh uh-huh it was a long way to get out of there but anyway i'll be interested to see how they do that i'm excited for them i'm excited for uh worldwide technology raceway gateway to have a race following that weekend so there's a lot going on here and of course we're being very cautious uh leading into this no fans at the ballpark let me ask you a quick hockey question though before we take a break and coming up by the way I've got everything loaded up. Mike Shannon, John Rooney, Mike Claiborne, Joe Pott. The four of them did a terrific job over the uh, yesterday's win, and so we're going to hear a complete recap of the game from their perspective coming up here after the break, and then Mike Schilt. Uh, but the Blues, you, the biggest reason why you would be confident that they can repeat as Stanley Cup champions would be what? They're healthy. They went through it last year. They know what it takes, and they're still hungry. They want to repeat. I, I'm with you. Uh, Jordan Bennington has got to be great. And, and Jake I, Allen was outstanding before the break. So it, you got two goalies that are playing well. Here's an interesting thing that was brought up to me over the last few days. Bringing Vladimir Tarasenko back into the power play unit that was going so well, how will they do that? I think it's always great to have 91 in there yeah. no matter what. I think yeah. he'll probably be on the second unit, but on yeah, the first line. Yeah. Now, my one concern about the Blues is because they play that heavy style that beats teams into submission, mm-hmm. basically, that's a lot easier to do after a team's played an 82-game season mm, Good point. entering the playoffs. Now they're coming in all fresh entering the playoffs. We'll see if that physicality takes the same toll. The team that scares you the most, Colorado? Colorado scares me, yeah. And, and of course, when you, if you get there, Boston is, is, has been playing lights out, mm-hmm. and I, I, they concern me too. But I think in the, in the conference, yeah, Colorado's the one I'm worried about. And they're healthy now. See, they, they had some key injuries when the pause happened, and they're healthy now. I'd love to stare down Boston again. Like, if you get to that point, mm-hmm. Boston's like, oh, no. And they're so cocky. They're thinking, no. oh, we had a great season. This is our year. And Not these guys again. them back again. Let's and then it. Mr. Uh, do I look nervous starts stopping pucks again. And Bennington just takes the will out of them. I don't know. We're getting way down the road, but I'm I'm actually excited for this tournament. Oh. I don't think they should overlook the Blackhawks game whatsoever, and they won't. You got to establish pace and be ready to play playoff hockey. You got to right. You got to stick it to them in a, in a, an exhibition game. You got to really hand it to the Blackhawks. You got to play fast, play tough, 
and get yourself ready. And then that round robin, you can't take lightly either. No, you got to take the exhibition game as a regular season game and then go into the round robin as the playoffs. That's right. I'm looking forward to it. I'm, I'm fired up, as you can tell. So we have a, the, and also when the Cardinals come out hot, I get excited. So they're 2-0, and which is like 6-0 and because they play <laughs> 162 right. games. It's, I think like it's like dog years. I think it's 2.7 wins mm-hmm. uh, per one or whatever the math is. So I'm excited for him. Anyway, BK, thank you for that. Thank you, Tom. Appreciate it. We'll take a quick break. When we come back, Mike Shannon, John Rooney, Mike Claiborne, Joe Pott, recap, and Paul DeYoung, recap this, and Adam Wainwright, all wrapped into one package on the way after this on Sports on a Sunday morning on KMOX. From KMOX Sports, here's the pitch. Welcome back to the Lux Calor International Sports on a Sunday morning. America's Sports Voice, KMOX. Mike Schild, Cardinals manager, coming up in 12 minutes. Right now, here is a recap of the action from yesterday. I really enjoyed this. It's put together with Mike Shannon, John Rudy, Joe Pott, and Mike Claiborne, along with Cardinals shortstop Paul DeYoung. Enjoy. The Cardinals are now... 2-0 and off to a great start, uh, John Rooney. And they're doing it with pitching, defense, and power. Good power by Paul Goldschmidt on an 0-2 pitch as he unloaded for a home run. He hit three the second game of the season last year at Milwaukee and got one yesterday against the Pirates. But more importantly, as the Cardinals won 9-1 over Pittsburgh, Adam Wainwright picked up win number 163 for his career. That ties Bob Force at 163 for third on the all-time wins list for the Cardinals behind Hall of Famers Bob Gibson and Jesse Haynes. And uh, the Redbirds are off to a great start. They went 9-1 yesterday against Pittsburgh. They'll go for the sweep today as we're on the air at, or 12-20 rather, with our uh, pregame show. 12-20, and Dakota Hudson will try to go for the sweep as the Cardinals are now 2-0 and off to a great start. Recent Cardinal teams have had one thing in common, and that's good starting pitching. That has continued into this 2020 season. Jack Flaherty started opening night, got the win going seven innings on Saturday. It was the veteran right-hander Adam Wainwright as he got the ball for the Cardinals to start his 15th season in a Cardinal uniform, and it started well. Newman, a ground ball uh, to second. Reynolds flies to left, and Adam Wainwright... After uh, the number three hitter, left-handed batter, he swings and he flies it into a right field. Three up and uh, three down. And after a half inning, Cardinals come to bat, no score. Wainwright would go on to pitch six innings, giving up only a run on three hits, striking out five Saturday as he wins it to improve to 1-0 to start the season. But more importantly, Adam Wainwright adds his name to a prestigious list. Bob Gibson, 251 wins. Jesse Haynes, 210 wins. Adam Wainwright now tied with Bob Forsh for third all-time in franchise history with 163 wins. Here's the Cardinal veteran after the game Saturday. It's a great, it's a tremendous honor to be in even in the same sentence as a competitor like that. I listen to Willie McGee talk about Forshy all the time. That's what he calls him, Forshy. I've never met Mr. Forshy, I don't think. Have I ever met Bob Forshy? If I did meet him, it was a long time ago, and I, and I don't have uh, a great recollection of it. So, um, But he always, Willie always talks about what a competitor he was. And uh, for you to tell me I'm a lot similar, uh, very similar to that, then that, that's a tremendous honor for me. Adam Wainwright, a sure Cardinal Hall of Famer. What a career it's been, and so far, off to a good start in 2020. The Birds hit three home runs on Friday night in the opener. 
On Saturday afternoon, they used 10 hits, scored nine times, and knocked down the Pirates 9-1 to to take the first two in this series to open the 2020 season. It all started early for the Cardinals. Paul Goldschmidt with two outs and nobody aboard in the first. Swing and a home run. Get back, get back, baby, and get up, get up, get up. It's at the wall, and it is gone, and the Cardinals lead one nothing. How about the power of this ball club? I didn't think it would show this early. Did you, Gun? Wow, last night with the three home runs, and then Goldschmidt just unloaded big time right there. <laughs> he touches them all, and the Cardinals lead one nothing. Cardinals pick up a couple of runs in the fourth inning, and then they go back to work in the seventh inning, and a couple of big hits. Paul DeYoung came to the plate first. DeYoung homered in the eighth inning last night. He swings, a line drive, base hit to left field. That scores Bader. Right behind him, Colton Wong. Wong scores standing, a two-run single for Paul DeYoung, and the Cardinals lead 5-1 to one over the Buccos. And then Matt Carpenter followed. From the stretch, the pitch. A swing and a high fly ball hit deep right center field to the track, and it is off the base of the wall. Two runs are going to score on a two-out double by Matt Carpenter. 7-1 to Cardinals. 7-1 to at that point, but the Cardinals weren't done. Two on. Tommy Edmond at the plate in the eighth inning. The pitch from the left-hander, Erland. A swing and a fly ball left field. Backing up Reynolds. He's at the track, at the wall, and the ball goes off Reynolds' glove. That's going to score Bader. Wong is right behind him. The throw into third base is too late as Tommy Edmond makes third, and the Cardinals get two more to lead 9-1. to one. Our player of the game this afternoon is Cardinal shortstop Paul DeYoung. Another big day at the plate with a couple of RBIs and also a couple of hits as well. And, Paul, first of all, what's it like for you now to be in that cleanup spot back-to-back days? I know you did a little bit of it in spring training, but it's, it's a different approach, I would think. So you tell me. It's nice to uh, let the game develop a little bit, get uh, Colton and Eddie and, uh, and Goldie in front of me working the guy, get to see what uh, the pitcher's got and what he's working with that day, and you know, kind of let the, the game develop so I can uh, you know, have a good at-bat. So overall, I think it's been really relaxing for me to be able to kind of step into it and uh, you know, do some damage right away. Doing some damage for sure, and it seems like you're a lot more selective at the plate. Uh, you've cut down your stroke a little bit. I know it's something you worked on in the spring, and, and certainly to see it bear fruit so early in the regular season is something I'm sure you're happy about. Absolutely, and it's just all about uh, getting to know myself and, and simplifying as much as I can. Just being able to uh, reproduce um, and be consistent is my biggest goal this year, and so you know, a lot of that's uh, a mental focus and a mental, uh, you know, kind of locking in just to, you know, really control my physical effort level. And I think, um, you know, it's, it's shown thus far. And, uh, you know, it, little things like that can uh, can help me, you know, throughout the whole year. So just trying to take it pitch by pitch. Physical preparation, what did you do differently this off season to get you ready for this season, especially in the position of being in the four spot? Oh, uh, just been working with Jeff Albert, um, you know, obviously on, on the mental game and, and the physical stuff, just locking in my routine in the cage, um, you know, being able to feel feel my swing out and feel my swing out in front and uh, not forced and back behind. So I'm really just trying to, uh, um, you know, lock in as, as much as I can. And this is baseball. we got to change our approaches off different guys. So scouting reports have been big and, you know, a lot of communication with our lineup top to bottom, um, you know, some guys are going to be selective, and we tell each other when we're going to go ambush. And then you know, other guys know they got to work good at bad. And 
You know, so there's a lot of synergy right now going on with our lineup. You talk about adjustment. Let's talk about position defensively. It seems like you're letting the game come to you defensively where you're in better position. You seem like you have your feet under you a lot more than what we've seen in the past, something I'm sure you and Colton Wong have talked about. And as you talk about scouting reports these days, there's a, there's something for everybody. Yeah, I think we got a, a great staff that's working on us, uh, getting the scouting reports for us. And obviously they're just a starting point. And, uh, you know, we're watching the game and learning the opponent just to kind of do do our best to make plays for our pitcher. And uh, Colton and I have a chip on our shoulder to try to make every play for our guys and, you know, we worked uh, hard all off season and even during the quarantine to, to keep our defense up and, uh, and basically stay locked in. Uh, you know, only a 60 game schedule, so we're we're laying it all out there every day. Nothing wrong with that, Paul. Nice work today. Get the first two. Let's see a sweep tomorrow before you hit the road. Yes, sir. Thank Sounds you. good, Mike. Thanks Thank for you, having me. We appreciate you. All right, good stuff there from Mike Claiborne, also from Joe Pot. Thanks to Mike Shannon and John Rooney. Paul DeYoung with a great interview there. Appreciate him jumping on the phone and joining the Cardinals Radio Network. DeYoung had a good day, and so did the Cardinals. By the way, there are only three undefeated teams in Major League Baseball after two games, or in some cases, three. Some teams have played three. Only two undefeated teams, or three undefeated teams. Cardinals are one of them. The other ones are the Padres and the Astros. The Cardinals have a uh, plus nine run differential. That is second best in the National League. The best is the Dodgers at plus 14. They are two and one on the season. The Giants have the worst run differential in baseball for that same reason. They are minus 14. So we will take a quick break, and when we come back, we will be joined by Cardinals manager Mike Schilt. He will be with us live from Bush Stadium getting ready for today's 115 game. Joe Pott will have your pregame at 1220. Until then, sports on a Sunday morning. I'm Tom Ackerman, back after this on KMOX. The following is a special presentation of sports on a Sunday morning. Welcome to the Mike Schilt Show on your voice of the St. Louis Cardinals, KMOX. The Cardinals manager joins us live. Tom Ackerman with you at 1031. Let's go to the ballpark. Bush Stadium, Mike Schilt, how are you today? Doing great, Tom. How about yourself, sir? I am doing fantastic. You're 2-0, and which is kind of like 6-0 and at this point. It's through 60 games. Those are some big, big wins, no doubt about it. And Dakota Hudson with a chance to go for the sweep today. Yeah, yeah, off to a good start. Guys are playing well, um, playing the game the right way, playing it clean. Um, and, yeah, Dak throws a day. He does indeed, and you'll be playing at 115. Let's go back to a couple of things that we've seen. So there's a lot of things that we've seen so far, and, and we're very happy to have you with us to talk about it for a little bit as you get ready for today's game. Yesterday, Adam Wainwright, and it was hot out there, wasn't it? I mean, and, and I know that he said that he felt that heat. He was really able to bear down after that top of the first and do what he does. Yeah, you know, Wayno's a, a warrior, as we all know, and um, it was steamy yesterday, but that's one of the reasons he trains as hard as he does to be prepared for such conditions and uh, mentally, physically be ready for it. And he ever, overcame a, a, a tough jam in the, in the second and a long inning to limit um, damage there and pitched through six and left with the lead and did a, did a great job. Controlled counts and really um, pitched very well. He did, and uh, Paul Goldschmidt gave him a one nothing lead with a home run in the first inning. Here we are in the fourth inning with the Cardinals 
in the field and a 1-1 game. Swing and a ground ball headed towards short right center field. Backhanded by Wong. His throw takes care of Moran. Wong was playing on the outfield grass. Very deep for Colin Moran. That paid off. A really nice play by Wong. Positioning a huge part of his game, isn't it? You know, look, he's made some highlight reel plays in his career, but he makes those routine plays uh, at this point in his career look easier than they are. Okay. Yeah, you know what? He, um, he's a talented athletic player. Thanks, KT. Um, and, you know, nice play yesterday and, um, you know, really, really good double play to end the game on opening night. Yes, indeed. And the Cardinals had themselves a win yesterday where you piled up some offense and Paul DeYoung did this in the seventh. Young homered in the eighth inning last night. He swings a line drive base at the left field. That scores Bader right behind him. Colton Wong. Wong scores standing, a two-run single for Paul DeYoung, and the Cardinals lead 5-1 to one over the Buccos. Paul E.D. off to a great start, two for four yesterday, two runs scored, two RBIs. Mike Schild, he's hitting 429 in the early going. Yeah, you know, Paul, he's just got a good approach. Um, he's got such good hands, and um, he's on balance and just trying to put a good swing on the baseball and, and letting his ability play. And then later in the seventh. On the stretch, the pitch. A swing and a high fly ball hit deep right center field to the track, and it is off the base of the wall. Two runs are going to score on a two-out double by Matt Carpenter, 7-1 to Cardinals. Matt Carpenter with a big hit, and that had to feel good as well for him and for everybody. He had a great uh, inter-squad run, and through the exhibition game, we get to the opening day and the second game of the season, and another big hit for Matt Carpenter in his career. Yeah, you know, Matt um, continues to have a good approach and just taking what the game comes and having good at-bats and was able to get that ball in the gap yesterday and open the game up. Um, you know, anytime that two-out double opens the game up, it's a big hit. We had an interview with Paul DeYoung after the game yesterday with Mike Claiborne. He really gives Jeff Albert a lot of credit that he's been working with Jeff quite a bit on approach, and I know that uh, this is a process that you certainly believed in, that Jeff Albert in working with this group, uh, what sort of things have they worked on over the last, let's say, it's been a long time. It's been almost uh, a year, nine months since we had a, a, a game that counted. Yeah, you know, it started before then. I mean, mm -hmm. you know, since Jeff's been here now over a year, um, you know, things things happen. And, you know, and not as quickly as some people may like, um, you know, but there's patience required sometimes. And, um just getting, making sure everybody continues to work together. That's the biggest thing. Jeff's got thoughts um, in his hitting, hitting group. Um, Joe Bell Jimenez and Taki Elkins helps with the run side of it. But, um, you know, it's really the players that, that help drive it. And they work, he works with them and, and, and getting everybody on the same page with how we do approach certain situations and how we go about our work. And, um, but really, the, ultimately, the credit goes to, to Paulie and the group for, for putting their time, energy, effort. And uh, it's, their, it's their mindset and physical ability that allows this to happen. We've seen a lot of good stuff early. Tyler O'Neill had another big hit yesterday, so he's off to a three thirty-three start. You had Dexter Fowler with another hit yesterday. He had a home run in the first game, Mike. What have you thought about Dex so far? Similar to everybody. Taking good at-bats, not trying to do too much. Um, you know, just, just um, having a good plan, looking to put a good swing on the baseball understand what the situation calls for. But, uh, you know, Dex is off to a nice start and has put a lot of time and energy and effort into 
into the, into his game, and, and I'm glad to see him getting uh, rewards for it. Your lineup today, Wong, Edmund, Goldschmidt, with Edmund at third base, of course. DeYoung, Carpenter is the DH, Molina bats six, Fowler in right, O'Neal in left. And Lane Thomas gets a look at center field with Dakota Hudson on the mound. It's a nice luxury to have a Lane Thomas, is it not? You've got a, a nice-looking outfield right now in terms of depth. Yeah, that's um, you know we do have a deep deep club and talented group, and Lane gets an opportunity today. Harrison's done you know a good job in the first two games, so it's not anything you know representative of Harrison. It's more about giving Lane an opportunity that he's earned as well, and getting him out there today and let him go play a little baseball. And we'll talk to John Mozalock about it a little more about Dylan Carlson, but you've been telling us over and over that the opportunity was going to be there for O'Neill and Thomas to get that look in the outfield, and that's exactly how it's played out so far. They've earned it. You know, this is a game where you, you earn what you get, and both those guys have um, done what they need to We've asked them to do. They've, they've been proactive with it. Um, they're good players. They were, they were contributors for us last year on a club that won the – um, central and uh, deserve the opportunity and you know Dylan will get his ch- chance at some point for sure he's obviously a really good player um, but these guys have, have earned their spots and opportunities as well the other decision uh, there are a lot of decisions that were made since you and I had this show um, Carlos Martinez of course became the fifth starter and then Kwon Young Kim becomes the closer starting the season as the closer and look he got the save he got it done now it's not easy and we talked about it at the very start of this show three outs are the hardest to get but KK working his way into a new role Mike this is really a first for him in his career it's actually not Tom. It's just, I mean, he's been primarily a starter, but he has pitched as a uh, in the end of a game prior to his career in Korea um, as they got closer to the playoffs or in the playoffs. So um, he's he's had his experience doing it. I got you, but he he has he has the makings of somebody that it gives you different looks. So what do you like about him most in that spot? Why make that decision? Also, he he works fast and throws a lot of pitches. Yeah, I mean, you know, listen, just great competition for the starter spots. You know, we have five, and Miles coming back and healthy and, and recovering, and Carlos dedicated to the craft and, you know, pitched super well in, in that um, exhibition game against Kansas City. And, you know, he just dedicated himself to and earned the spot to get back to a rotation where he's been a two-time All-Star. So, um, And so put KK, you know, who did, pitched well also, but we like guys that, Throw strikes that have multiple pitches, have pitches for both sides of the plate, righties and lefties. Um, works quick and, you know, has experience. So those are all things that, you know, you look at and you have comfortable and confidence in that can pitch the back end of games. How's Giovanni Gallegos coming along, Mike? Doing great. Um, Gio threw a lot of batting practice again yesterday, second one. Um, looks good. Um, he's recovering well. Pitches were crisp yesterday. Um, everything's checking, checking all the boxes, and I expect him to be activated soon. Gotcha. Uh, also, the rest of your bullpen yesterday, I know you had uh, John Gant out there yesterday for an inning and two-thirds. Got to give Tyler Webb a little look as well, uh, and he put together a zero for you. And while you had a big lead late in the game, you were able to see those guys, and everything seems to be working okay for your bullpen so far. Yeah, no, it's good. Johnny um, came in 3-1 game and, you know, quick 1-2-3. Down in the zone on top of hitters, secondary pitches for strikes, um, and then went back out, got two outs, and then Webby came in, finished that inning, got the first two in the ninth, and 
again, through strikes down in the zone, secondary pitches uh, in, uh, around the plate in the zone, and then Ponce came in to finish it off. He did indeed, and the Cardinals got a 9-1 win over the Pirates. So Dakota Hudson gets the start today. We're going to take a quick break. We'll come back with Mike Schilt. I'd be interested to see uh, just how things are going behind the scenes as well as the the social distancing and uh, playing these games. I know you've worked some inter-squad games already in summer camp and an exhibition game. But it's a different scene right now with regular season as the Cardinals are 2-0. and Actually, one of three teams in Major League Baseball without a loss right now at 2-0 and going into today's game at one We'll take a quick break. The Mike Schilt Show. I also want to ask you, Mike, when we come back from break, so think about this one. We have a Dolan Memory Care Homes Memorable Play of the Week. So with two games already under your belt, I want you to think about a play that sticks out in your mind, or maybe two. It doesn't have to be the best one because they're all great, but maybe something really special that happened that uh, sticks in your mind. We'll do that when we come back. The memorable play of the week sponsored by Dolan Memory Care Homes. I'm Tom Ackerman. It's the Mike Schultz Show. Great to have the Cardinals manager with us back after this. Now, back to the Mike Schultz Show on your voice of the St. Louis Cardinals, KMOX. Tom Ackerman back with the Cardinals manager, Mike Schilt, on KMOX Sports on a Sunday morning. The memorable play of the week is sponsored by Dolan Memory Care Homes. If you have a loved one with dementia that needs a safe place to live, contact Dolan Memory Care Homes, where they have no more than 11 residents per household. Visit DolanCare.com. Mike, when you think back to the last two games, first two games of the regular season, do you have a play that sticks out in your mind as a memorable play? Well, you know, clearly there's a lot of memorable plays that took place, a lot of good things the last two days. I'd say the one that we would uh, would think about the most would probably be would be um, the old play ball to end the game on Friday night. You know, it came at a good pitch. Um, Colton scooted it over a little bit um, right prior to the pitch based on um, what he was seeing was coming, and also Stallings hit that hole a little bit earlier in the game. So Colton used his instincts, moved over. Um, and then say what you know, make a really nice play to um, end the game on that double play. Came at the belt, checking a pitch. Here it is, swinging a double play ball uh, out at second and uh, out at first, and the Cardinals win this baby five four. That's the way to start the season, John. That's the way to end the uh, ninth inning. Five. It goes four. on Mike Shannon with the call on that Friday night. So as you said, the double play gets the job done and the Cardinals win the game five to four. You could hear the crowd in the background. You could hear the fireworks. So you love to hear those sounds on the radio, that theater of the mind. And uh, certainly it's different, Mike, to start a season with no fans in the stands. Of course, we're used to the Clydesdales and the Hall of Famers on opening day. But how was it for you to get your guys out there knowing that, hey, you look at each other today, this game counts, and we're ready to go. Yeah, ready to go for sure. Um, guys are prepared, excited, um, and clearly different. You know, the um, one of the most unbelievable things in sports is opening day at Bush Stadium um, with the pageantry and the history and the um, just all the different things that come with it. Um, but, uh, you know, it's still opening day. We were able to get on the field and play baseball, and, it was it was just felt really good to get back and 
and do something we love to do. Before the game, at about 6.40, you had both teams introduced and standing together in a moment of unity uh, for social justice. Uh, Major League Baseball has done this across the board, but the Cardinals have also been very supportive of not only Jack Flaherty, but many others in that clubhouse, haven't they, Mike? And you've spoken about this, and so has all the way up to your chairman, Bill DeWitt Jr., Mike. Yeah, you know what? I mean, we're supportive of our teammates. I mean, Jack, Dex, Willie, we've all had a lot of good talks, continue to get educated on, um, you know, we think we can understand and no one can really um, completely feel what other people's had experiences. And But you can look to have some some empathy, some understanding, some knowledge to give you a big, a better perspective of, of, you know, where the world can be and, and where we would like to maybe think about going. But, um, you know, it's not only support for those guys, we're, we're good teammates, but also believe in, you know, just equality for people. One of the things I've always loved about the game of baseball is it, it never had any real prejudices on the field. It doesn't care what color you are, or what, what um, language you speak, or how much money you do or don't have. It only is an even playing field, and that's all you can ask, and that's all you can ask for, for and, and what you would hope, you know, people would have in life. And the Cardinals' Flaherty came out and pitched seven innings. He looked like uh, the old Jack to me. I mean, didn't walk anybody, gave up two runs on six hits, struck out six. What did you think of Jack Flaherty in his seven innings? I think his work spoke for itself. I thought he was really sharp and um, in control of everything he was doing and, you know, dominated counts. Um, You know, the blueprint for success is what the pitchers have done, including Jack, and he set the tone for it. Uh, opening night, so that's you know a lot of quality pitches early in the count, getting in favorable counts, um, good pace, and then you know letting their defense help them out. We had a question from one of our listeners, I believe it was John, and it was John. He asked about when you go to the mound and. It, does it get too crowded out there when you make mound visits? I mean, I've seen you were wearing the face covering uh, the entire time, and I know that the players are always conscious of keeping distance. Just in general, how is all of that going? And I know you've been doing this since the start of summer camp, practicing so, uh, physical distancing and all of the rules and regulations. Yeah, you know, Major League Baseball, I feel like it's done as good a job as possible. There's always going to be with so many moving parts. Um some things that you figure out on the fly or just logistically takes a while to get synced up. But I like, I think our protocols um, make a lot of sense. I mean, you know, some of it's a little bit outside the box. Some of it's just common sense. Um, You know, wear your mask, um, wash your hands, you know, stay, stay away from each other. We also are fortunate we get tested every other day and, and everybody's been dedicated to doing their part off the field as well, which, you know, can be an inconvenience. But, you know, there's a dedication to the group and a responsibility to the group to, to, to give up maybe some of the inconveniences of what you would like to do away from the field. But um, just be smart. Um, not to say you can't live your life, but you just live in a different manner for the greater good. And, you know, when you're here, just continue to, to be smart about how you interact with people and, We've done a really good job of doing that. And the next step is getting on the road, going to Minnesota, and then Milwaukee as the road trip continues. You will also go to Detroit. So there will be their own set of uh, rules to follow on those trips, and we'll talk to John Mosellock a little bit more about that next hour as well from his standpoint. Uh, you also will go on the road with a taxi squad, won't you? We will. Uh, we're going to have Max Schrock and 
uh, Jacob Woodford uh, be on our taxi squad um, there, um, you know, as, as support in case we need something that, if something happens on the road. But they'll travel with us uh, starting tomorrow when we, when we head to Minnesota. And then finally, one other housekeeping item, Brad Miller. How's he coming along? What are you hearing about him? Really well. Spoke with Brad yesterday. Feels like he's in a good spot. He's getting a lot of good work in Springfield at our alternate site. Um, talked to Cheo, uh, Jose Akendo. Um, he said he looks good and he's recovering well. And so he's not eligible to come off until our first game in Milwaukee. But he'll likely join the team and go with us on the road and, and get his work in. And if he continues to progress, should be able to, to get off that injured list starting on uh, opening opener of the Milwaukee series. Well, stay cool out there today. I know it's been a hot one. It was hot yesterday. It's going to be hot today. But then again, it's summer in St. Louis, and it's baseball season, and that's what we do around here, right? That's what we do. We love it. <laughs> Have a good one. Thanks for joining us right in the middle of your preparation. Always appreciate this, Mike. Thanks, thanks, Tom. Have a blessed day. Thank you. You too. There's Cardinals manager Mike Schild with us live on KMOX, his team about to Get ready to get out there and warm up and get ready for it. It won't take long to warm up. I mean, it's, it is hot, man. One fifteen start for the Cardinals and the Pittsburgh Pirates. Cards go for the sweep today at Bush Stadium. We have the broadcast right here beginning at 1220 with Joe Pott, Mike Shannon, and John Rooney call the first pitch at one fifteen. A few other things that are happening around baseball. Did you see the yelling that was going on between the Cubs and the Brewers yesterday? Brewers blasted the Cubs 8-3 to at Wrigley Field. There was a lot of shouting going on uh, right there around the fourth inning. The interesting thing there, and it was Wilson Contreras looked to be in to Cardinals fans, probably not much of a surprise, but anyway, um, the Contreras, who is a, an emotional young man, uh, got into it, but also the Brewers uh, uh, really got it done. Contreras was yelling in front of the dugout. Both a lot of teams, though, from both a lot of players from both teams popped out onto the dirt, and then the umpires kind of calmed things down. Uh, but the Brewers made their noise with their bats. Christian Yelich, watch out for him. Two run homer. The Milwaukee team. As long as he's going, they will be very tough to deal with. I still think the Cubs are better than advertised. You Darvish has not looked good, uh, but if he can turn it around, if Craig Kimbrell can figure it out, the pitching is the big thing for them. I still think they'll be able to hit, uh, but they are not what they once were, but still don't overlook them at all, and definitely don't overlook the Reds, even though they lost to the Tigers yesterday 6-4. to four. They've made a lot of changes. This is going to be a four-team race. In the National League Central, with all respect to the Pirates, I just don't think they're that level. It's it is the tightest division in baseball. The National League Central, the AL Central, is what the Cardinals will tackle starting tomorrow against the Twins. I think they're the cream of the crop in that division uh, starting Tuesday, I should say. Uh, so it'll be interesting. Tom Ackerman with you when we come back. Carolyn Kindle Betts, CEO of MLS for the Lou, on Sports on a Sunday morning. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.